Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Now, now I will ask you, Tara Hastings, the, the biggest Thanksgiving tradition you have is? Uh, ooh. Well, we just started a couple years ago. Um, oh. oh, God. I, guess, I stumped her. Yeah. Wow. You did stuff. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I we feel just really have a bad meal now. Together, I guess we just have a meal with all my uh, my husband and family and in laws. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to work on this. I know. I we're do. Gosh, I don't really have a good like Thanksgiving tradition. Oh, I know. Is oh, look at you. you! Just just fell right apart right there. She's like, my Thanksgiving <laughs> is a lie. It's a sham. I tell you. <laughs> We're still trying to make new traditions here. With uh, babies new traditions are I'm good. Just, you know. I give you now, Tara Hastings, I swear to you this is true. I give you now the newest tradition in my family. Ooh, what's um, that? This started about two years ago. Uh, I started with my kids. Um, my wife is uh, a little obsessed with the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, and yes. then the dog show. You know the dog show that happens with the kennel and the dogs and they trot around. You're like, oh, look at the cute puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. My kids now bet on the dogs. <laughs> I swear to they you. Bet to see like who, which dog wins. Yes, by group, and then the whole thing. We wow. have to put caps on the betting. This is happening. So this year, the whiteboard is coming out. There are boxes. It's wow. nuts. Oh, oh, there was there was yelling. There was yelling. There was unhappiness. You would have think a team had lost the Super Bowl. It was very rough. Wow. What do you mean the hunting group didn't win? This is nonsense. Like like that. Crazy. So, if I were you, start betting on the start betting on the uh, the dog show. The dog show. All right. We'll have to put it on. Yeah. See what you happens. Have to do that. You have to make that happen. That's Tara Hastings right there. From Wish uh, TV, uh, she's uh, she's quite fantastic. You should you should watch her when you're not listening to this show. That's what you should do. Tara Hastings, thank you. Forty nine degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is seven oh nine. Let us help make your Thanksgiving great. I just want people to have a good time. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. The phone number, 317-239-9393. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, smarmy dude. Only been saying it for years now. Wants you to know that Republicans are responsible for your travel delays this Thanksgiving. There, no travel delays have been reported. I'm not saying it is impossible, but why are you blaming Republicans for something that hasn't happened? 
He said, and I'm quoting here, every time extremist Republicans in Congress bring us to the brink of a government shutdown, it threatens to stop the momentum that we built around training and around protecting customers' rights. Um, they, they, they passed the stopgap, the Republican-led stopgap measure, which was voted for by Democrats both in the House and the Senate and has been signed. There is no government shutdown. What the hell is Pete Buttigieg talking about? Well, if your entire methodology is not based on actually providing a service, but rather going on the attack and engaging blame, this is all you've got. This is all you can do. When I say, and I've been saying for years that the man is smarmy, I know what I was talking about. We understood it, guys. We understood it right from the quick. He's not interested in, in the job. He's interested in the attack. Why in the world did the Secretary of Transportation go to Ukraine to visit with uh, Vladimir Zelensky? I mean, it's just a super weird thing to do. When we can't get ships into ports and get things unloaded so the people of the United States can buy the goods, that guy is on a two-month paternity leave. But he has time to go to Ukraine and visit with Vladimir Zelensky? And now he's blaming Republicans for something that hasn't happened. Super weird. He did say something that is true, and it does fascinate. The demand for travels through the roof. People are going everywhere. Now, I can't wait to see what the numbers are this Thanksgiving and see, see if it holds up. But people have been traveling everywhere. And is that, a, is that a COVID holdover or something else going on? Traveling everywhere. And yet air travel gets worse and worse and worse. I fly in December. <laughs> that should be fun. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Take you out to Texas, where they're taking a look at an idea of some new legislation. And honestly, constitutionally, I don't know if they're going to be able to make this happen. But every time they go about one of these methods, I approve of it because it is sharing that we've got this massive issue known as the southern border, as we have been saying from the beginning, the biggest story in America. Nothing's bigger. Israel Hamas is not bigger. And I know that some people are going to be like, are you, what are you, crazy? Israel Hamas is part of the border story because of who has been coming across the border, who we don't know has been coming across the border, and what possible terrorist cells exist in the United States because of our porous border, because of the lack of technology. I learned about a tree yesterday. There is a, a, a plant. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. There's a border Near the border, there's a plant, and I forget the, 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 the name of it, that people want to take down. 
there's this plant gets in the way of Border Patrol doing their job. And they want to take down the plant. They can't figure out in Congress how to engage legislation to get rid of this tree that prevents Border Patrol from being able to apprehend people crossing the border illegally. That's, that is the level of, are you blanking kidding me, that we're dealing with at the southern border. Uh, border Week is coming in a couple of weeks. I've been doing interviews over the last two weeks uh, about what works and what doesn't and the multifaceted parts of of the border and really what you what you hear from all these people, including uh, uh, former uh, Yuma border chief uh, Chris Clem and, and others, the intransigence at Capitol Hill, you you will get the the level of outrage regardless of your political party. They they won't they won't come together. It's better to have the topic than it is to have a solution, and that just does not work for us. Texas is going for a solution. So they have created a migrant arrest bill. It would allow law enforcement, because it would make it a state crime to cross into Texas from Mexico illegally, and therefore allow Texas officers to arrest people they suspect of entering the country without proper documentation. So you've got immigrants' rights groups saying, how dare you, this is, uh, first of all, only the U.S. government has the authority to regulate immigration. And secondly, this would be uh, uh, about racial profiling. This concept goes back to Arizona and SB 1070, which was the legislation that started my career. If you've never, if you never knew of this story, I was trying to break into radio I was living in California. I was on the air in Clearwater on a station, Tantalk, uh, that you couldn't you couldn't find on your radio dial. But I knew uh, the the ownership there, and I bought the time. That's how I started. Tantalk thirteen forty. That's that's where I got my start. Um, well, SB ten seventy said that if police are um, engaged in a lawful stop, detention, or arrest, they can ask, this is in Arizona, they can ask where the person is from. They can ask that question. And people went nuts, and this is an abuse of power. And then all of a sudden, people like Raul Grijalva, congressman out of Tucson, was pushing for people to cancel their conventions in Phoenix. Cancel your conventions in Arizona. Don't come to Arizona. I thought that was the nuttiest thing I had ever heard in my life. What does somebody who works at a convention hall, what do they have to do with what legislation gets created in the state? Why are you telling them they shouldn't have a job? So my career started by me living in California, being on the air on a 1,000-watt station in, in Clearwater, offering free advertising to Arizona businesses. It's a true story. That's how I got started. I had started this thing. I started I had started doing radio. I wanted to be in it. This thing came up. I offered free advertising. That was on a Monday. On a Tuesday, somebody had done a blog post about it. And on Wednesday, I was on with Neil Cavuto. That's that was my first television hit. That was my that that was I mean, it's not like I started on a Monday and Wednesday I was on. I'd been on for a, a couple of months. Uh, and and that's that was it. 
That was the start of the, the career. True story. So I believe that legislatively, this question has already been answered, that a state can indeed do this. But is this going to be seen as an end around regarding um, immigration and the protection of the nation that way of of what it is that the federal government does? Because the federal government has the authority to regulate immigration. Is this going to be seen as a usurpation of of the federal? I, I, I would argue most probably. Now, someone who's a lawyer could say, well, here's an interesting wrinkle. Because this isn't going after people as they're crossing the border, per se. It's talking about people who are already in the state and then asking the question, are you here legally? And then go maybe going through it. So maybe it's a question of how it's applied. It's super interesting. It is super interesting. Um, I, I doubt it's going to pass muster, but we're going to watch it. But what's important here is that Texas continues to remind the nation that the border is not secure. Because it's not. The border is not secure. The border is not safe. And this administration and both parties have failed to do anything about it. That's the story. All right, Ryan, west side, northbound 465. That's stop and go traffic from 74 up to west of 38th Street. North side, westbound 465 slows from Ditch to Michigan. And northbound 465 tight from 86th Street up to 865. It's raining. The lights are on because it's dark. That won't be the case so much here in about an hour. So make sure you'll keep your headlights on in the rain pretty please. Traffic sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. I'm Matt Bear with Traffic on the Fives. Follow us at WIBC Traffic. 49 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 735. Congressman Dan Goldman's trying to backtrack, but he said what he said. He said did the congressman from New York, that Trump is a danger, that Trump is a problem, and finished um, up his... Con- ju- I'll wait for me there, Congressman Goldman. Finished up his conversation with Jen Psaki by stating this. And um, it is just uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Oh, dang. Eliminated. Well, that's a that's a pretty awful thing to say. Calling for somebody's death is, is is pretty despicable for a member of Congress to do that about a former president. Hold on, wait. He wasn't calling for, for uh, Donald Trump's death? Well, well, if you had said that about anybody on the left, that's exactly what we'd hear all day. You see, it's more of that violent rhetoric. So um, you don't want me to notice that he said that. Oh, okay. All right, sure. Sure. We'll, for him, we'll show grace. I never got that grace, but no, for, for, for Congressman Goldman. He's backtracking. Yesterday on TV, I mistakenly used the wrong word to express the importance for America that Donald Trump doesn't become president again. 
Well, he must be defeated. I certainly wish no harm to him and do not condone political violence. I apologize for the poor choice of words. Okay. Okay. Now, you can ask yourself whether you think it was a poor choice of words. You can ask yourself whether or not you think the apology is 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 legitimate. You can show the grace and, 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 and all that jazz. But why is it that we allow certain apologies to work? Certain apologies. Oh, yeah. Sure. No problem. No problem. If I had said that and apologized, I, I'd be, the, the abuse would be nonstop. Nonstop. If you did it the same. So I don't know. Uh, as, as far as I'm uh, concerned, uh, the panic over Trump is surrealist, to say the least. Um, I, I, you, you have the people on on the left who will tell you that Biden uh, is is doing great and he's always winning, so don't worry about it. You've got the people who say Trump can't uh, be allowed to run, and it's clearly a fear thing because they know how popular he is. Then you've got the recognition that maybe he's not that popular uh, for a, a national conversation when clearly both Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley do far better in the polling in the matchup against Joe Biden. And then you take a look at them in the polling and you're like, ha, ha, it's so bad. So bad. I will get into that coming up. But Thanksgiving is around the corner. And we here at Tony Katz in the Morning News, we want to help. How can we help you have a great, wonderful, joyous Thanksgiving? How can we help make this happen? We want to end. And are you prepared to shop local? Are you prepared to shop local this Thanksgiving, and, and I'm going to say very clearly, uh, our sponsors, our sponsors are should be the first, first line of, of attack. Your gift card to, to Premier Arms, PA Jewelers, uh, go check them out today, tomorrow on Black Friday, uh, premierarms.com. They're on Green Street, 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg. Get your gift card. Perfect, perfect Christmas gift. Uh, I believe Andy Moore Ford, if you buy a vehicle on Black Friday, you get a $1,000 gift card. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. They're doing 50% off oil changes. Um, the the, the, the Mach-E, the electric Mustang, now has $10,000 in rebates. So if you're going to buy a car, it's it's Andy Moore Ford. Um, uh, your, your roof? Yeah, a roof, a roof for Christmas? Why not? Uh, that's Moss Roofing. You're going to redo the kitchen. That's Boer Remodeling. How about the gift of no pain, QC Kinetics? Get someone a gift card. I don't even know if QC Kinetics does gift cards. Ask. Go to QC Kinetics, Eagle Creek, Greenwood, Carmel. Get get somebody a a gift of no pain. Uh, Of course, Hotel Tango, which has just come on, perfect for Thanksgiving. The bourbon, the reserve, uh, the, the schmallow, the marshmallow bourbon, all of it. HotelTangoDistillery.com, great gift, fantastic, fantastic gift. And then, of course, uh, once you're done with this show, the sponsors of, of WIBC. Start your shopping there this Christmas season. Shop local. Keep it with the people who support this station, support your favorite shows. I'd greatly appreciate it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. 
Need a haircut for the holidays? 459 Barber Lounge. 459online.com. I forgot one of my sponsors. I was going through the list of all the small business shopping you can do this Black Friday, this Christmas season. I forgot 459. I apologize. I get my hair cut there. These are good people. 459online.com. Me, I'm Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Just a look at the polls. Get an idea of where things are at just for the data. A, a believe, don't believe, agree, disagree, knock yourself out. It's okay by me. We do the big three. We take a look at the national. NBC News with the latest poll. Trump 58, DeSantis 18, Haley 13, Ramaswamy 3. Three. Before that, it was the Harvard-Harris poll, which had Trump 67, DeSantis 9, Haley 8, Ramaswamy 5. Before that, it was the Economist YouGov poll, which had Trump 57, DeSantis 19, Haley 9, Ramaswamy 4. Forget all that. Chris Christie, zero. Dang. That's rough. Burgum's at zero, and he wasn't in the debate. So, Trump is just ahead by massive Massive numbers on that national. What does Iowa have to say? Well, the last Iowa poll was still the um, Iowa State Civics poll, which has a massive margin of error and had uh, Trump uh, 54, DeSantis 18, Haley 12. New Hampshire, where the latest poll is the Washington Post Monmouth poll, is Trump 46, Haley 18, Christie 11, DeSantis 7. Why does why does Ron DeSantis do so poorly in New Hampshire? And what is his bet in Iowa? A strong second? Or is he betting that he's got a ground game in Iowa that's going to defy the odds and that He's going to win, and that's going to catapult him. Catapult him to where? South Carolina? Latest poll, Winthrop. Trump 52, Haley 17, DeSantis 12. It still shows Tim Scott, who's out of this race, at 10. Ramaswamy at 3, Chris Christie at 1. Trump is up, no matter which poll you look at, by at least 30 points. Right? That's how much he, he, he's up. Do we believe it? Do we think it's real? Well, if the numbers say what the numbers say, I don't know how you're going to pretend that that, that that doesn't. I don't know how that works, that you pretend it's not saying what it's saying. Well, I think the question is, if we're taking a look at, for example, Iowa, Is it how people respond to a poll or how they will actually vote when it comes time for a caucus? These are different things. And for people who don't want to admit that, well, that's that's their problem. What what does it matter to me? Getting people to show up at a caucus, getting them to campaign for their guy, then move around the gymnasium because that's what you do. It's not just you go in and pull a lever. it's It's a whole methodology that really puts you out there front and center in some level of support or lack thereof. And then as the caucus goes and people move their support around, their second choice, their third choice, etc. 
Fascinating system. Really committed people. Does Trump have the committed people to show up in Iowa? And you say to me, well, of course he does. What I'll say to you is I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't know. I'm saying I don't know. Where's, where's the, the ground game people? This is why I'm waiting for Iowa. I have no reason to be able to say to you these polls are all bunk. Can't say that. I can say to you I've been burned enough by the polls that I am taking this election not buying anything. Show me results. But I think it's my job to share it with you. Here's, here's what the, where the numbers are so you know. People have found that to be a very strange uh, construct. I've been yelled at for it. Yelled at. I got a, a, a nasty email. It's not yelling. You know what I mean. I, I think it's the most rational course. These numbers are still huge for Trump. Now, there is a debate that will take place. The fourth GOP debate is taking place in Alabama. And it's taking place on, uh, what, what, is the, what is the date? December, is it December 9th? Is that what it is? December 6th, sorry, December 6th. You have to reach at least 6% in two national polls or 6% in one national poll in two of the four early voting states. So they've now added Nevada into the mix. It was 4%, now it's 6%. You need 80,000 unique donors. DeSantis will be there. Uh, Haley will be there. I have no idea if Christie is going to make that. And I don't know, Vivek says that he meets the criteria. But I don't know if he has the 6%. So right now it could be just those three. It could be DeSantis, Haley, and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I have no idea if, if, if Chris Christie gets there. They say they've reached the 80,000 donors, but they don't have the polling support at all. At all. The question is, does Trump show up? I would still argue no. There's my take that uh, illegally it doesn't help him. doesn't help him in the lawsuits and the, and the, and the indictments. And then other people's take, he's already ahead by so much, he doesn't have to show up. He's not going to show up. None of these candidates have moved the needle in the last debate. Why would I believe they're going to do it in this debate? Because it's it would be now or never, uh, which would be a month out from the caucuses in Iowa. It would be a now or never. And honestly, these candidates have not shown that they're willing to go for the jugular. We'll see if that changes.